Welcome to the Stay True to You podcast with your host, Karishma Minocha. Join me in this safe space where we'll have deep conversations about self-discovery, mental health, and relationships to support you and your dreams. If you're ready to own your self-worth and live life on your own terms, you're in the right place. It's time to be seen and heard. It's time to take up space. It's time to stay true to you. Hello, you guys. How's it going? I can't believe I'm saying this, but this is my last time I'm coming to you from my Zen Den in this apartment. Life has been very hectic behind the scenes, and I'm just going to say it. My husband and I uh, bought our first house together, and we are moving in this Sunday in less than a week. And it has brought up so many emotions, and it's such a blessing. But I've got to say, I wasn't expecting burnout to follow with everything that unfolded. Currently, our apartment looks like a maze of cardboard boxes with pretty much our life packed into them. And I honestly am so grateful for this stepping stone, but I also am feeling a little sad about leaving the first place that my husband and I moved into when we were engaged. And um, I haven't shared this on the podcast, but We had our first wedding, we got married twice actually, Um, and our first wedding was in 2020 in our living room before we had any furniture and it felt like the perfect intimate wedding and that was the beginning of our marriage. Uh, I actually joke about it, how this home is our wedding venue And I've been joking about how I'm just not ready to leave my wedding venue just yet. But it's happening. And I really had to catch up with the pace. Um, Buying a house was not really on my mind at all. My focus has been my life coaching business, this podcast, um, working with my clients, onboarding new clients. Like my world has just been different. And I've also been focusing on my self-care more, especially with regards to physical movement and financial literacy. So a house was just not in the picture, or at least on my mind, like at all. And my husband brought it up that, hey, we're actually ready to start house hunting. It's a possibility for us. What do you feel about that? And I was like, ooh, This is really triggering me for some reason because I am focused on establishing my career as an entrepreneur and as a coach and speaker. So to think about buying a house just feels so big and it's making me feel like I have imposter syndrome as if I don't deserve this experience just yet. So let's just say I did a lot of unpacking with my therapist on this. I did a lot of intuitive journaling on this. And now that imposter syndrome has transformed into excitement and gratitude. Um, But yeah, we started house hunting like the first Monday after New Year's Eve. And 
the first house that we saw is the one that we are moving into this Sunday. And it's so crazy how fast it happened because I remember asking my realtor, hey, you know, like we still want to look at more homes, but we really like this first house that we've seen, you know, how much time do you think we have until we have to put in an offer if this is the one that we want to go for? And our realtor was just like, oh, it's fine. You know, you have a lot of time. The market is still picking up. So don't even worry about it. And we get a message on Friday of that same week from our realtor saying someone put an offer in on the house. And my goodness, when I tell you we jumped and made moves as fast as possible, it I couldn't imagine for things to pan out the way they did. We had chats with our parents. My husband and I talked to both sets of parents and made sure they're in the loop about what we're deciding to do and go forward with putting an offer in on this house. And we were like, you know what? Whatever happens, happens now. But at least we know we tried. The next morning, I get woken up by my husband with starry eyes looking at me saying, babe, it happened. Our offer got accepted. And I was like, no way. Holy ish. No way. I was shocked. Like, It just, from not even thinking about a house to looking at one or a few, putting an offer and then getting accepted within five days, I mean, come on, that's wild. So the pace of things has been really, really fast and it's taken a lot for me to process, especially because it's not something that I was even considering this year. Needless to say, I am very, very grateful. You know, like I'm not complaining about this, but I'm just sharing how life can move really fast sometimes in the most unexpected ways. And that's like the beauty of spontaneity and moments just feeling like they're serendipitous. You know, like I love that word serendipity. It just feels like magic is possible and miracles can happen you know, Um, and I've really been doing a lot since January. And that's why I titled this episode, What to Do When Burnout Knocks on Your Door. Because the past two weeks, I have really been feeling it. I have gone from being a human doing, sorry, I've gone from being a human being to a human doing. And it's felt like a lot, you know, at first it felt really good to have a whole checklist of things that I had to show up to with all the different aspects of my life. And it felt so productive and I felt accomplished to check things off of my list. But then it felt like resentment in the mornings um, when I knew that I had a long list waiting for me to be checked off. And I went from checking so much off in my to-do list to barely checking things off on my to-do list. And that's when I realized, okay, the fatigue is really kicking in. We are not okay, you know. So I know I promised you guys that I'd be releasing an episode every Tuesday. Bear with me because I am trying to show up consistently given all the life changes that are coming my way. 
So thank you for being patient and understanding with me uh, these past two weeks. And um, yeah, it's been a lot, guys. Like my plate has been overflowing. And last week is when it really hit me um, because I was so tired of having at least three to four headaches slash migraines a week. And um, I'm going to be getting that checked out because it's just not fun being in that much pain so frequently, trying to function and do your life, you know? Um, So I'm going to share with you what actually you can do for yourself when burnout knocks on your door. And if you're wondering, am I even burnt out? Like, how do I know? What if it's just tired, being tired? Or what if I'm feeling lazy? You know, like, how do I know if I'm burnt out? So I have the WebMD definition for you. And um, let's see if you can relate to this at any point in your life, or you may be going through it right now, or you may know a loved one who may need some support because they are really burnt out. So burnout is a form of exhaustion caused by constantly feeling swamped. It's a result of excessive and prolonged emotional, physical, and mental stress In many cases, burnout is related to one's job. Burnout happens when you're overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to keep up with life's incessant demands. That last part is when I realized that, okay, I am struggling. You know, like I'm having a hard time keeping up with life and I really need to take a a few steps back and simply slow down. And if you know me by now, I love being productive. It gives me so much joy. It makes me feel accomplished. It makes me feel like I made the most of my time, energy, and life is just great. But when I'm not productive, oh man, I am so hard on myself. I feel defeated. I feel like I'm not good enough. And it sucks. And with enough introspection and just reflecting on life, I have realized that that's really unhealthy, right? Because as much as it's important to be productive and to be excelling at life, it's also really important to factor in rest, you know? So I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. But before we can even talk about resting, I'm going to give you a list of all the different things that you can do for yourself when you're feeling burnt out. And the first thing that I want to share with you is self-empathy. Self-empathy is the number one thing that you want to practice. Sitting with the experience, checking in with yourself and asking, what are my needs in this moment? What do I need to do for myself? And what can I give myself to feel better? That's such a great way of having your own back. And many times self-empathy can be confused for self-pity and it's really not the case. It's okay if you feel bad for yourself, but instead of sitting in that pity, how can you practice empathy towards yourself so that you can experience what's coming up for you and not shame or guilt yourself? I know when I was feeling burnt out, These past two weeks, especially last week, I was like, oh my goodness, this is too much. I can't be this tired. I have things to do. I have a life to show up to. I have commitments. People are relying on me. 
it just feels like the world is moving so fast and you're doing everything possible to keep up and that's when you really got to sit with yourself and say hey it's okay you're going through something right now you've been doing a lot you've been showing up a lot and right now what your body needs is to take a step back and just chill the f out and then once you've practiced self-empathy i want to talk about this this is super 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 important rest as much as possible I clap because I really want to emphasize on how important it is to rest. Sorry if the clapping hurt your ears, um, but I really want to get the point across. Resting is so, so, so essential to be able to come out of the burnout. And I'm going to keep it real with you guys. There's no shame here. I literally napped one to two hours almost every day last week. That's just how exhausted I was and just could not function for the life of me, you know? So, yeah. And like, if you're feeling guilty about like, oh, here I am about to take a nap, talk to yourself, practice that kind self-talk and say, hey, Karish, it's okay. You're going to take a nap right now. You're going to feel good once you wake up from your nap and then you'll go on with the rest of your day. I really hope this drives home the message that like you gotta rest when you're feeling the fatigue. And then this goes without saying, but I feel like I still have to say it because sometimes we may forget about this, but eat nutritious, comforting meals, right? Like when your body is so just It's like falling apart, right? It feels like you can't even function. Nutrition makes a really big difference. Supporting your body with feel-good meals is going to help you to feel energized, to fuel your body with the nutrients that it needs. And you're taking care of your physical body while it's recuperating to bounce back. So think of how you can eat those nutritious, comforting meals. And you don't have to make it feel like too much work? How can you simplify the process? And there's a very simple recipe for an Ayurvedic meal called kichdi. It's actually an Indian dish. And had I thought about it, I would have totally eaten kichdi last week. But that's really good for you. And um, I'll actually find a nice recipe for kichdi and Put it in the show notes so you can learn more about this amazing nutritious meal. It tastes so good. I'm a little biased because I'm a an Indian woman, but you know, I love my Indian food. Um, but yeah, it's got the lentils, it's got all the good stuff in it. So, you know, think of what nutritious meals you can make for yourself that just comfort you and make you feel better. The next thing I want to share with you is you want to move things around that are not high priority. And I know that can feel tough. For me, everything feels like high priority. I am still learning how to scale things at different levels so that I know how much of a commitment I'm really trying to show up to, right? So when you can move around things that are not high priority, you're opening up your time, energy, and space to be able to do nothing. Nothingness is so important in life. We're not always meant to be doing, 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 doing. Take it easy. 
lean into the nothingness even if it's uncomfortable because I promise you leaning into the nothingness it's what is what's going to help you to be able to actually get back into doing something so yeah move things around I was able to move around some client calls I was able to move around some appointments and it's all okay it all it's fine The next thing you can do is to lean on your support system. There may be some kind of shame laced around burnout because you always want to feel like you have it put together, but I kept it real. I told my psychiatrist, I told my husband, I told my mom, I told a few girlfriends that, hey, I'm burnt out. I'm really exhausted. And, you know, just saying that felt like I was decreasing the load on my shoulders you know it felt like I was relying on my loved ones I was co-regulating with my loved ones and um, if you haven't yet go ahead and listen to the episode where I talk about lessons learned to get out of a funk I'll also add that to the show notes I forget which episode number it is but I'll, I'll link it in the show notes I really do talk about co-regulation and how spending time with people can help you to be able to regulate your nervous system so that you can feel happy, calm, and like you're getting out of a funk. And then my husband pointed something out to me, which was really cool. And I wrote this down because I really love the concept so much. We were going out on an evening walk with our puppy Mocha And he talked about something called minimum required effort. And he was like, I know you're struggling to show up to your days and you don't know how to prioritize things right now, especially because you're so fatigued and overwhelmed. But think about what you can do that requires minimum effort. And when you can lean into the things that have minimum required effort, then you can start to build a momentum to come out of that burnout and feel like you're still showing up to your days in a meaningful way, right? So I really love that concept because it helped me to be able to initiate mini action, right? Just think about what mini action can I take today to be able to create a momentum amidst the burnout? Mini emphasis on the mini you don't want to do too much I tell you as much as possible rest the amount that you can but you know if you can think about what minimum required effort you can lean into then that's going to support you to start coming out of the burnout and build that momentum to see yourself showing up to your day one moment at a time the last thing I want to share with you is when you're in the burnout, it can feel like, oh my God, how do I get out of this fatigue? This feels too much. I can't function. When am I going to be able to show up again and do things without feeling this overwhelm? And I want to remind you lovingly and gently that this too shall pass. My burnout lasted about two-ish weeks. And this past Friday, I felt the momentum build up again thanks to the minimum required effort that I was taking towards mini action steps. 
And this weekend, we did so much packing. We got through so much of our stuff. And we really have been purging and getting rid of stuff to donate or just throw in the garbage. And we are now at 95% when it comes to packing our place. Like, we're doing good, right? So know that this too shall pass and that you will be able to get back to your life, you know, but you've got to take it easy and consider these steps when burnout knocks on your door because if you don't, tend to your needs in that moment it could potentially continue and be prolonged and who wants to drag out burnout like it doesn't feel good to be burnt out these are the different steps that i want to share with you um i am so so excited to release more episodes with the different guests that i've been interviewing you guys like oh my goodness these conversations have been amazing and i have so much more to share with you in the next coming weeks um and yeah feel welcome to especially if you're listening on spotify to answer the question of what you liked about this episode And if you want to hear about any specific topic, always feel welcome to email me or DM me. I'll have my information in the show notes. But if you don't check that out, real quick, my email is namaste at kurishmaminocha.com. And then my Instagram is kurishma.minocha. So you can DM me. They're always open. I love connecting with you guys. It's so much fun to hear from you and Know that these episodes are resonating with you. It honestly lights me up and keeps me going. Um, Yeah, so this was a fun little episode and I can't believe that I'm recording this like last time um, in my Zen Den at this apartment. So the next time I'll be recording or editing an episode is going to be at the new place and uh, I'm just grateful. So yeah. Trust the process. It's going to be okay. And here's to staying true to you, you guys. Come through to my next wellness event, Embrace the Kid in You, happening on March 27th. It's going to be all about connecting with and nurturing your inner child in a community of like-minded people. It's going to be all good vibes. And the link to sign up is in the show notes. See you soon.